This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your food host and writer from Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen. And I'm Tariq Moody, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we've got uh, a lot of things to talk about, everything from high championship to a new Greek restaurant and a review of the restaurants over at Trade Hotel that uh, that's featured in Milwaukee Magazine that Ann did. But Ann, before we get started, like, how, how, how's it going? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well today. How are you, Tariq? Uh, I'm, I'm eating this bowl of instant ramen that I have never had. Probably my favorite ever had ever. And I want to talk about it before we go. Okay. It's like slurpy, slurp, slurplicious, slurplicious. Trademark. I'm sure you're selling that on me, Tariq. Slurplicious. I trademarked that term, so y'all can't <laughs> use it. Um, Let's kick off with some big news. In New York Times, every year, does uh, America's, uh, what, 50 best restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this year... Uh, both are one of our favorite restaurants in Milwaukee. It was listed. And that restaurant is, and That restaurant is Birch. Birch, yeah. It is one of my favorite restaurants in the city. I don't know about you. It um, is definitely one of my favorite restaurants. Yeah. Absolutely. So they listed them uh, on their uh, New York Times list. I know Chef Colnell, who's the owner-operator of the restaurant, um, was very excited about the news, according to his Facebook page, at least. Uh, Kyle Nall, who's been uh, running restaurants, you know, in New York and New Orleans, um, recently came to Brooklyn not too long ago. Birch is relatively, what, two, three years now? I think it's been going on the third year. Right? Third year? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to guess no more than three years. For yeah. Sure. Um, and they got listed in there, and the review, uh, you know, basically mentions... Let's see. Let's read this real quick. Uh, one meal at the restaurant he runs with his wife and partner, Megan, is apparent he is a chef sincerely inspired by his new surroundings. Where else can you get roasted wild walleye served in an own smoke-scented broth with pickled fennel, salsa verde, or exceptional house-made pastas enlivened by premium Wisconsin ingredients from feta to corn to shishito peppers? This is a worldly Midwestern cuisine free of cliches written by Brett Anderson. Very, very New York Times aesthetic writing, don't you think? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so big ups to them. Uh, like, I totally agree. Uh, the restaurant is one of my favorites. They got a, got a great, uh, there's a cocktail, uh, craft cocktail bartender there that does mix, mixing cocktail. The service is amazing. Uh, the, the, as they said, the, like, I've had the, the walleye fish. I've had the. I had their their appetizers, their vegetables. They 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 got a lot of vegetable options as well, which is yeah. normal, most places I don't go crazy with the vegetables, but there, that's one of the few places I I I, I attend to order vegetables. You yeah, I, mean? I was just in there, and they um they always have this kind of um crunchy farm vegetable thing that you can get that comes mm-hmm. with carrot miso dip, and it is. There's an astounding 
diversity and number of crunchy farm vegetables in this thing. I mean, like it, it's like it comes to your table and you're like, oh, my God, it's like a bouquet. Yeah. And it's full of all these different seeds, which is really interesting. So you you pick up your, you know, green bean or your carrot or your whatever, broccoli, whatever it is, and the seeds are kind of stuck to the vegetable and then you dip it in the dip. So then you've got that crunchiness of the seed and the creaminess yep. of the of the dip. It's really, it's 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 just a simple first bite that they have on their menu, but it's great. Yeah. That's really good. Love that place. And sometimes he does a oyster pops up occasionally. I don't know yeah. the last time he's done one, but what I when, like for a while he doesn't. It's not a menu, but he had this country ham. Oh my god! Oh, so amazing. Yeah, you were talking about that country ham. He also does that chicken under a brick, and he always yeah. has it. And it's always it's got a different preparation depending on the season, but it's mm. kind of like a um, butterflied uh, chicken, and it is so tender and flavorful. It's just it's one of my favorite chicken preparations. Nice. So big ups to Kyle now for uh, his uh, recognition in New York Times 50 best restaurants in America. Coming up on this bites, we're going to talk about pie championships at a new modern Greek restaurant that's opening. Uh, that is uh, actually open. Uh, so we're getting into that coming up on this bites. I'm 88.9 Story Zori. And I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And we are the hosts of Cinnabuds. Yeah, we are. And on Cinnabuds, we talk about movies. Flicks. Moving pictures, they are referred to as also. Talkies. Talkies is good, <laughs> yeah. And you can listen to us every week. On Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Or you can listen to the entire podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake, Eye Care and Eye Wear. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcast with Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and I'm Tariq Moody. Uh, let's get back into it. You're a big fan of pie, right? You know, I would not turn down a piece of pie at this very moment, Tariq. Like a Malort cold cream pie? <laughs> okay, that pie I would turn down. You can't, you gotta try it because you never tried it. What kind of food, I know. food are you? That's, what, that's the beauty of this dialogue that we have every yeah. week, Tariq, is that I will never have it. I'm gonna make you a pie. I won't tell you what kind of pie it is. And it, yeah, it could have more than that. So I was like, I'm gonna like it's, it's a caramel cream pie. There you go. But anyway, <laughs> uh, joking aside, uh, the Great Midwestern Pie Championship is back. I think it says eight year for this competition and it will take place October 7th from 12 to 2 p.m. And the winners will be around announced around 3 p.m. During the eighth annual Beat Street Block Party and Beat is B-E-E-T, by the way, for those who are curious. The contest is open for both professional pie makers like yourself, Ann, and amateur pie makers like me. And they're encouraged to enter their very best pies. And there's different categories. There's Opportunity to win prizes. Uh, the three categories are best pie with local regional ingredients, uh, like Malort, uh, best fruit pie, uh, and best chocolate pie. Uh huh. All pies will be considered for fourth category, best decorated pie. Uh, so, and uh, pies must be nine to 10 inches and made from scratch. 
Contestants must make their own fillings, crust, etc. You not see, a great crust, man. I'm not a crust maker. I was. I knew you were going to say that. You got to make the crust from scratch. You got to do it. This is a scary, scary thing. Crust scares. Are me. you intimidated? Intimidated by crust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you must. If you want to uh, make sure you get in, you have to have your registration done online by midnight on Thursday, October fifth. Pies must be dropped off at Palomino in Bayview between 10 a.m. and noon on Saturday, October 7th. So are you going to enter? You know, you're a big pie maker, right? You know, I, I love making pies. I absolutely adore it. Um, and I love making crust. Ha, huh. I, I enjoy making crust. But no, you're, crusty, you're a crusty I'm old not, person, right? I'm a crusty old person. I, <laughs> I could not be submitting a pie. You should. I think there should be a celebrity category and you should enter it. Uh, no. I'm going to start a petition, online petition. Okay. Yeah, for you to enter a pie. You can't turn it down. But anyway, next, uh, over in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, you did a review of the, the restaurants in the new, tr relatively new trade hotel, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. You're right. <laughs> details like what's, what was your what was your thoughts in the opinion? okay well first of all the new trade hotel is in the deer district they have um three different um kind of dining uh spots inside the hotel so up on the roof or it's that ninth floor space that has a rooftop patio um they have this place called il cervo it's italian it is run by um uh, uh, an outfit out of, um, out of Madison called food fight that that's who manages it. It's not the hotel. And then there are two other spots inside the hotel that are on the, um, kind of first and second floor. And, and one is just the regular restaurant for breakfast and for dinner, it's called craft. And then they have a little, um, kind of like a, a cocktail bar that has small plates and that's called Solomon's. Solomon's. I think it's just called Solomon's. Um, so anyway, I've been to all these places and, um, you know, I have some kind of mixed feelings about it. I think Il Cervo, I've had some good food there and I've had some not great food there. Um, it is extremely noisy in the dining room too. It's, it's like uncomfortably noisy. Um, so to give you a sense for what they, what kind of food they're doing, it's, um, they're, I guess it's kind of an Italian theme. They make their own pastas. Um, they do pizzas. They make their own fresh mozzarella, their own fresh cheeses. So they, they kind of tout those things on their menu. Um, those, in my mind, were the better dishes that they've had. I've had a whole branzino there that was just not that great. Very salty. Mm. Um they have different fish dishes. Um, they have, uh, you know, all sorts of appetizers as well, like, you know, meatballs and, and things of that nature. Um, but I, oh, and also these, they, they do a lot of um, kind of, uh, again, they, they have their, they feature their fresh cheeses in a number of different ways, and then they can serve it with focaccia. So, um, you know, some of this stuff is, is pretty good. Again, I just, I think it, it could be so much better. And it's such a great space. The patio is fantastic. Um, I'm hoping they're going to be able to keep that patio open, you know, as long into the 
the fall mm. season as possible. The other restaurants uh, in, that are in the sort of ground floor space, yep. not not as definitely not as good as Il Cervo, I would say. Mm. So, but you know, I, I think people are really excited about this hotel. I think it is. Um, I think it it's a it's a really fun addition to the Deer District, and I think it's going to generate a lot of um, a lot of traffic, a lot of activity, people wanting to go to the Deer District and, and explore it more. Mm. But I honestly wish those restaurants were better. Mm. Okay. What do you think? You've been to Il Chirbo. I only had a cocktail. Um, oh, that's I thought you had something to eat there. Okay. I was, and I was like, uh, I need to budget my money, honestly. And so I didn't get anything. Uh, mm. I, was gonna, I was looking at something. I can't remember what it was. I'm like, mm, I'm going to go home and make you something. Know, not so much. Yeah, just, I would, you know, cross-wise. You know, I wasn't ready to spend that money at that time. So I just had a cocktail. I Great see. cocktails. I love the cocktails. Yeah, they seem to have a lot of um, interesting, very creative cocktails. Um, you know, uh, the bar area, the bar lounge, I think, seems really pleasant. It's just the dining room that I think is incredibly noisy. Mm. Yeah, I was when I was there. It was it was, it was quiet. I don't remember what okay. day I went. So it was like no one was really in there the day I went. Was it earlier after it was, they opened, or it was earlier in the afternoon, maybe? Oh, earlier in the day. Yeah. Okay. It was like four or five or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next, uh, there is over at Milwaukee Magazine. You t you talk about a new modern Greek restaurant. We mentioned not too long ago it finally opens. What's the details on that, Anne? Yeah. So for months now, I've been waiting for this new Greek place to open, and it's. Um, this concept that is taking over the old uh, View MKE spot, which most people probably remember better as Wolf Peach. It was also Roots. Um, it's a really great two-floor space, two levels in Brewers Hill um, that has two patios as well. Um, and this company out of the Chicago area, which they, they're they the owners of this restaurant, and it's kind of... Um, it's just another Greek restaurant within their portfolio. So they ha it's called Avli, and there are other Avli restaurants in the northern Illinois area. Um, so I uh, I don't get to go to preview dinners. I don't I don't go to those things because of the because I am incognito. But um, our art director went, and she said it's a beautiful space. Um, I think she was able just to try a couple things off the menu. Um, it's kind of a mix of sort of classic, more classic Greek dishes like, um, you know, saganaki, um, spanakopita, which is spinach pie. Um, they have moussaka, which is kind of like, I guess you could sort of call it like a Greek lasagna in a way, um, sort of their version of that. Um, and then they have all these other, you know, more... Um, Less expected, let's let's say it, um, Greek dishes that are just a little bit more creative. Um, and so they just opened this week, finally. Uh, I'm really excited about it, hoping to get in there pretty soon. Um, and they're just open for dinner for now, but they're going to announce, I think, they're going to announce uh, lunch hours in the coming months, um, possibly happy hour. 
uh, that sort of thing. But they're open inside, and I, I believe they're open on the patio as well. Um, but I am very excited about this restaurant. It's one I've been watching for a while. And, um, you know, partly because I just, I don't feel like we have enough Greek food mm. in Milwaukee. Certainly not that has, um, I mean, more of a elevated focus. Do you know what I mean? We definitely have Euro places, right? Um, and this is not that. And I, I'm, that's one of the reasons I'm excited about this one. Nice. Well, you can take me there. For, mm -hmm. You know, you know, I sell them at You know, I had a big five hour birthday. You know, people know you. People recognize you. But I had a big five oh birthday and and where were you? Mm -hmm. Um I you know, I was waiting in the wings uh -huh. for my chance to spend yeah. time with you because you're sure. such a popular guy. Yeah. That's what they all say. <laughs> Come on, there's so many women lining up to hang out with you. Oh, I got I got a, I got someone special. I know you do. That's why these women are waiting because it's like, oh, I guess we're, you know, we're out of luck now because Tariq Tariq's time is 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 now taken by his significant other. Yeah. <laughs> uh and finally there's a new burrito restaurant and bar coming into downtown. Looks like this fall, November. Uh, concept coming from Mike Idol, best known for Nomad, World Pub, and other establishments in the city. So the concept's called Idols and uh, Barrel Burrito Company. Hmm. And it would open in the former Taco Bar MKE at 782 North Jefferson Street, which is adjacent to the Dog House. Okay. Again, he's slated to open early November. We're sitting on casual bites. Ideal for pairing with cold drink at the bar. Uh, the bar menu will feature chicken wings, chili, sliders, mac and cheese. Next door, the menu for the grab-and-go concept leans the Mexican offering, including nacho, chips, salsa, guacamole, and an assortment of burritos, obviously where the name comes from, available in handheld and or bowl form, including birria, steak, Korean barbecue, and uh, vegan varieties. So well, that's all the details I have on that, but uh, expect it to come around in the November time frame. Hmm. Okay. Well that, well, that about does it for this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited and produced by Kim Shine with support and generosity from our membership. Subscribe to This Bites wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, NPR, Google, or from Radio Milwaukee's website at radiomilwaukee.org. And as always, in stay hungry. Keep them alert, cold. <laughs> <laughs>